frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, the Daftest Scottish Football Podcast around. My name's Stephen Purden, and let's welcome the team. First, a man who is lucky to be here, who nearly never made it here today. <laughs> he had a terrible accident the other night, and he's suffering, but he's out his sick bed. He's here. It is none other than the hardest man in Scotland. It's Chris Toll. Chris, talk us through it. Uh, you okay, mate? All right, so, mate. So I took the dog out the other night, just when, it, just when the snow started. Right, so mm. there was just a, a small sp- spattering, spattering, a sprinkle, a sprinkle of snow. Mm-hmm. Right, but what I didn't realise was it was fucking a sheet of ice underneath it. So I've took I've took the dugout, fucking home alone style, man. Legs up over my head, scalped my head off the fucking ground, man. Absolutely mm. out for the count. I was when I woke up, couldn't move my arms. I thought my fucking dog's going to run away, but the wee legend just. Stayed beside me, licking my face to make sure I was all right. But I'm here. Hey, I've survived. Hey, 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 hey. I'm glad you're... I'm, I'm really... Aye. I've been worried about you. What are you Honestly, talking I'm about? When I tell you he's on the group chat, are you done with laughing? <laughs> fucking well, thing? And well, speaking of group well, chats... Well, we'll, but, we'll need to give him a wee... We'll maybe need to start a wee just giving for his injuries. Aye, aye, you aye. get any injuries you need to do with anything like that, so... Aye, yeah, told, told. Aye, aye. I've did you know, see... Did you know... Told, did you know, see, in the group chat, one of your neighbours came in and seen you or something? Uh, it was a guy that did, I didn't know. Like, did, I, did, I have known since I was away. Did, did he bring a wee packet of sweeties or not? I'll be honest with you, but I went to the doctors and I went like, well, You went to the doctors I, for that? That must have been bad, mate. No, but I went to the doctors. I see him listen everywhere. So he says, show me. So I went, they're sore, they're sore, oh. they're sore. He says, uh. oh, you broke your finger. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> there we go. Well, that's We're off, off and running. And you get me, you pay for <laughs> and now let's welcome a man who has been taking advantage of his beer machine and the group chat has been non-stop every Saturday he's been waking up Sunday morning with a few regrets here there and everywhere it is none other than Grado mate I, I'm getting rid of that man aye mate do you know what mate it's not it's good mate but Saturday see sometimes night. you're kind of sitting there man you're like why what you telling I'm sitting there and I'm like shut up Grado shut up I mean <laughs> Did I send you me singing Marvin Gaye and all that? No, ain't no sunshine. Did I no send you that? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a night. A day is. You're right, man. It's embarrassing. I put my horn up. I'm no bit. I'm that's it. It's going back, man. Hey, you, mate, you're enjoying yourself. What the fuck? There's nothing else today. Right? Literally, see, when I, I tell you, but Monday, Friday is no bad because you're I'm working, right? But see, these weekends, man, it's a graft. It's a graft. Sitting. There's fuck all else today. Sitting, baby. Anyway. You ever thought about getting? <laughs> What? Ever thought about getting a board game? <laughs> yeah, just mate, when you're in that, when you're in the state, you're in, but when your voice not, just watch if you're at work in the dug nor that. We don't want you being a crystal, you know what I mean? Just fucking. Aye, crystal, at me, crystal, at me, his bodyguard, man, he's Lazar, so. <laughs> <laughs> security team. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, right in the ear. You just don't understand. I, I've got a skeletal. I've got a skeletal condition. I can. I know, mate. No, I'm just no. saying. Oh, no, listen, oh, listen. Come on, come on. He's sitting there laughing at me. This is serious. I could have been. Right. Dead. I, I know. I know, mate. I know. I stand pray for two. I pray for two, man. Right. Let's move on. What? 
What's been happening in Scottish football, right? I woke up this morning. It's another day. It's another banner. It's Celtic Park. There's another banner this morning. There's another banner. Another banner. This one, this one says, what is it? It says, what is it? It says, it says, parasites, liars, charlatans. What are you making of that? I think somebody's just standing there talking favourite movies and bands. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking, mate? What are you thinking? Another banner. I Listen, they're, they're, keep, they're keeping fucking stationary box in business, aren't they? <laughs> I, I, they must, mate, they must be spending a fucking fortune on banners, I'm not joking. I know, I, got, I know, man, it's fucking... What are they expect? What are they trying to achieve for us? He's have picked up, man, I mean, he's have closed the gap to 21 now after the weekend, you know what I mean? I will, that's fucking... <laughs> Would it? But see, did you did you watch any of the, the weekend's football? Told did he manage to catch your football? Also, did I watched I watched both games, Graham. Mm. And yes. is, do you think is the ten back on? <laughs> Listen, I said that since I like the after right. I've got a feeling Rangers are going to have a wee bit of the skids here for a wee while, and I think the what worries me. You were is... you, you were on like the after the Rangers. No, no, I was talking about Celtic. Possibly, I'm Right, but anyway, what I'm saying is, uh, see if Rangers have a wee bit of a blip here, right, and drop a few points and Celtic win their games in hand and then Celtic manage to beat Rangers in the two games, right, it could bring it, now I don't think it will win the league, right, I don't think it will win the league, but what's terrifying me is the board goal at, oh, well, I nearly brought it back, we'll keep him for another season. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. But do you know what, I just... I, as a Rangers fan, right, it's like I'm, I'm a, I put my horns up, I'm a panty wetter with this carry on and out, and the group chat's a murder. But it's still, you know, the game on Sunday, I felt, as I spoke about this in Rangers daft, felt a little better once I listened to the gaffer and McGregor. And McGregor. No. Oh, it's just, it's like even I, this week, I've, I'm nervous, man. Of course, Kelly, I've got a new manager for the weekend. You know what I mean? Mm. No, I don't think Rangers kind of take three points, but it's just. It's going to be one of the games, man. I mean, we played Kelly in the fucking dog meat. Oh, mate, they were Aye. so bad, Terrible. disorganised. The worst I've seen them in years. But, but you know, you know what Tommy it's like when a manager... Yeah, he's got a full week to get them organised, too. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be a walk in the park. That was unacceptable to weekend for us. It oh, was absolutely much. unacceptable. I mean, Hamilton had seven shots in target. We had two. McGregor's anyway, man of the match. Aye, if it's not for McGregor, Hamilton Ackes have turned his over. Mate, we didn't deserve a draw. No, we no. did not deserve a draw. It was, it was. I think I don't know if it's a mixture of we're starting to get a bit fucking a wee bit jittery, or we're mm-hmm. grouped there with the attitude. We've won this. Right. The attitude's just all wrong. But Gerald said it himself. He's got to take some of the blame because when Davis and Jack came on, you seen it was night and day. Zungu, no good enough. No, no. good enough. No, I think, and I think this week, Gerard, it'll be like the the reaction to the other times we've dropped points. I think we'll be right up Aye. for it. We've got to come out guns blazing on Saturday. I, think, I, I really, I think they will. I think they'll be they'll be g'd up, man. I've got no other option. They need but to be. Anyway, so. Well, you need to watch what you're saying about Zungu. All the South African folk will be after these. Oh, I, I, I but we, mate, we've got the honours for the Cayman Islands, man. So we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> is that where we're number one podcast at the Cayman Islands? Aye, number one the Cayman Islands, not me. And it, John? Still is, yep. <laughs> Did you just check that there? <laughs> still number one the Cayman Islands. Just check the iTunes, the Cayman iTunes charts there. Yeah, we're still flying high. So, Mayor Scottish Football, right? The government announced that no decision will be made until March at the earliest for the lower leagues. 
What do you think is going to happen there? It's a bit of a sad, sad, sorry situation, isn't it? Uh, it's sad, but do you know what? It's like, um, it's as I said, I've spoke to, it I is. mean, I've got a pal that uh, he's plays with our bro for now. And he what's, was, he, what's uh, his name, mate? Uh, Ricky Little. Hey, what's his name? He, Ricky Little. Ricky Little. He's, he's How come captain. you've never mentioned that he was your pal before? <laughs> what was very telling, what was very, listen, what was very telling as he's saying that he knows a lot of players that they, they don't like these, um, they don't like the restrictions. The restri- aye, it's hard, man, for them to enjoy. It's hard for them to enjoy it because it's just not the same can, for them. Just you know now, what? You but... can even, even when you're not on the pitch, you can't even sit and talk to the folk that are besides you because you're about four or five seats away from everybody, aye. you know what I mean? And they're getting changed mm. in the fucking stands at the lower league games. And <clears> it's just that, fuck that. It's it. Here's a here's a thing, right? I just started back work yesterday, right? But before that, obviously I've been doing the homeschool on the range, but on lockdown, can't go anywhere. John, this is mostly for you. Football mm. Rangers T- Tavernier mentioned it in his program notes last week or the week before. He knows how much he said he realised how much football is to a lot of people's mental health for that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. A hard week when I was in lockdown there, no working. My sole focus a lot of the time is the end of the week, a Saturday, well, Rangers game, watch your football. The football keeps you going. John, I know you and your mates do every Zoom call and you still get together for the Falkirk game. How hard is it for you knowing you've no football at the end of the week? It's really, I, mean, it's really hard. I mean, it's really, really hard. And I mean, the, the, there doesn't seem to be any light at the end of the tunnel for us in the lower leagues. You know, you've got to feel for Thistle supporters as well. You know, they're down there. And if it, I don't, I honestly can't see the leagues restarting. Unless they're going to run into summer football, which could I don't know if that'll be an option. But, I mean, it means the likes of Falkirk, we're going to be stuck down for a second year running. And mm-hmm. this will be bailing as well, because they would have had the chance of going up. As would, like, you go down to, you know, like Cove Rangers and stuff in League Two. Cove Rangers, aye. Aye. But, 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 John, surely you're talking about the summer well, football. Why, why, that, that should be... Why can they no do that? That should be happening. I they should play on to July. What's the crack with that? I agree with you, Gredo. The only problem is we've got the Euros. Euros. And then FIFA come into it then, don't... Or sorry, the Aye. FIFA come oh, into right. it. So I don't know if that's feasible or not. See, but any, any, anything that's going to take viewing figures away from the Euros, UEFA will put, put the kibosh on. But surely it's extraordinary circumstances where they should be able to go at that at this point. You're talking about the clubs need it. Clubs need. They need. They well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of talk of the players actually wanting to abandon the, the Euros. But a lot mm-hmm. of players are, are worried about it. Do you know I'd what I mean? That'd be so Scotland. That would be so Scotland for that to I, happen. I, I imagine, Get into no, a tournament, I, it doesn't happen. No, no, but imagine all the players pulled out for all the other teams and all the Scottish players went, fuck it, this is your chance to win this bastard. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and we had our strongest squad and all the rest were playing third division fucking players for their country. Uh, yes, <laughs> do you know what you need to think about as well, but this is what I thought about on terms. I see some of the lower league football players, though, but a lot of them that can enjoy the football for the fact that it's not their full time job, right? And they turn right. around and say in the Monday, by the way, I can't play, I can't come right. into my work today because I get supposed to go over the weekend. You need to, I need to be yep. after two weeks, or yep. at worst, it's a Tuesday. And well, Gredo, you'll, you'll know yourself, you'll know yourself as well, being with your wrestler and when you were working with the, the fire brigade. Right. Um, see if an outside. Me as well, I've got my own shoot job as well, right? If something happens to me when I was doing the wrestling and I get injured mm-hmm. and I couldn't go to my actual job, then I would get disciplined for They're that. Because aye, exactly. Aye, aye. You know I mean? So your point's very valid. Their priority, their, 
aye, because their priority is just their business, your part of that. Aye, fuck that, fucking go and play fuck about the weekend aye. and all that. Ah, wait the fuck, do you know what I mean? hundred percent. So it's just, you know, just hopefully there's light in the tunnel, light in the tunnel. Hopefully, man. Hopefully, but I'm sure we'll, to be. I'm sure we'll get me a football chat on the open line, no doubt. And this week, troops, we are taking a bow, son. Taking a bow. His legendary commentator and former Dundee United Rules Everton Ranger striker Andy Gray joins us on the show. Plus, another contestant playing for Pies on the player profile playoff. And on the big question, any comedy reasons you were sacked from a job off the back of none other than Jobby Gay? Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, so our lovely sponsors is G4 Claims and on the line we have none other than the boss, the head of G4 Claims, the one and only, it is Nicole. What's happening, Doll? I'm good, thanks. How about yours? Superb. How's it going? The snowy weather. You must be busy in here. Must be a few accidents on the road. Yes, we are. So with G4 Claims, guys, if you have been involved in a non-fault accident, why would you want to claim against your own insurance? If your cat is parked up outside your house and you're looking out your window and you see someone speeding down that hill on the black ice and they smash into your car, why do you want to pay your excess for that? Why do you want to tamper with your own insurance policy? No, 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 you don't. You want to call G4 Claims because we can get your car repaired and approved body shop and a body shop of your choice. If your car is written off, we will get a valuation for your car that you're happy with and make sure that's sent over to the third party insurance so that at fault insurance company directly and they will pay you that directly. And it means that your insurance is never affected. Your no claims bonus is intact. You've got no excess to pay. All your services are totally, totally free of charge to you. If I can't help you, I'll tell you. I can't help you. I'll certainly give you the best advice possible, but I can't help you. It's as simple as that. With all the black ice and the snow and things like that, there's loads and loads and loads of road traffic accidents at the moment. Um, I don't think that anybody should be contacting their insurance, even if you think that you're not at fault or you are at fault. Always ask the question. It's free advice. Phone us and ask us. Tell us what happens. Don't listen to someone else telling you at the scene of the accident it's your fault when you're not sure. Get the question answered by phoning and getting the expert advice from me or one of my girls and my team. We're happy to help. So any accident at all, really, phone us first. And if we can't help you, we'll point you in the right direction. It's G4 Claims, non-fault accidents. Made easy. Made easy. Hopefully, boom, boom. hopefully that unfortunate bugger with the Tesla and the tune has been listening to this. Did you see that? I, I we and just spoke about it in the motor. Guy with the Tesla, please <laughs> set me up. Welcome to the Football Daft Open Line, where anything goes. Questions you might want to ask this week: Is Derek McInnes' time up at Aberdeen? Is Tommy Wright the right appointment at Kilmarnock? Or you might just want to come on and call Chris a shagger. It's entirely up to you because anything <laughs> goes on this open line. As usual, our panel of football experts are standing by. It's Stephen Kevens, Graham Guidi and Chris Delhunt. Now, we've got a very Hi. special caller on for our first call today. He's been in the news over the last week. You may remember him from Jobbygate. 
<laughs> it's the one and only Hamilton commentator, Mr. Bobby Bullock, joining us on the open line. There we go! Oh. Hey, how are you not sitting on the shutter? Aye. I don't need a shit all the time, you know. <laughs> hey, you are the you are the absolute oh the talk and the fucking steamy. You're the first person not to get cancelled. You've been wiped. <laughs> I just come back for a walk with my mother there and the heating's pumped up and I was reading my magazine and I was falling asleep. <laughs> but anyway, Bobby, we had, we had a wee bit, we had some technical difficulties there. I do apologise for the time. But listen, up. mate, what's happening anyway? Is that no How way? are you? I'm good, man. I'm all good. I'm How sorry. I'm kind of fair oblivious to it all, to be honest with you. Aye. Aye. Because uh, I don't go on social media very much of that. Aye. Yeah. Well, mate, talk us through, through the whole thing. What, who are you? The, what, what, what are you doing with Hamilton? What's the crack? Again, I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, I'm actually an actor and filmmaker. Uh, beyond all things, I love football. Uh, I've got a degree in sport, health and exercise. Played football my days. Snapped my cruciate ligament when I was... And fucked my cartilage when I was 19. Uh, right. And I put an end to that. So... I'd been working doing at Hamilton Ackies, doing a lot of community work, doing some plays. Did a play called Drink for like their Alcoholics Anonymous and things like that, Antos and all other stuff. And then I got asked to do commentary because I were forced into live streaming uh, because of obviously the COVID. So that forced their arm uh, to do Mm. that. So I'm like, no bother. Uh, So I've come in and did that. And I'm a Rangers fan. So I think my commentary was sort of impartial, you know what I mean? Well, see, to be honest with you, mate, it's not it's no, no a change, a Rangers fan talking about sh- talking a load of shit, you know what I mean? A lot of shit, I know. You could be a part of that. Come on. I, do you know what, mate? That was that was pure Charlie Nicholas, wasn't it? I apologise. Aye, mate. I apologise for that Come on, you're the top dog at this stuff. Bobby, you've got a new job. You've got a new job, mate. You're co-hosting the football daft podcast in England, don't you, mate? Tolls fucking, tolls fucking. Aye, you know what? May, may as well just fucking make it a Rangers podcast, anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, used, I used to be a super sub. Used to be a super sub back in the day, anyway. And the boys are struggling. The boys, the score the winner. Know what I mean? So see, so see, Bobby. So, so you, this happens, right? Obviously, you say what you said, right? How do you th- find out that folk are not happy? That the, the Hamilton? What did they phone you? Yeah. Or? Aye, so I was, uh, obviously I'm doing there almost on a, a voluntary basis, so I'm getting a couple of pounds per money in that or whatnot, so I'm doing loads of the other stuff creatively, so as soon as I finish there, I'm fucking straight down the roads to go on with my yeah. stuff, so I stopped off at Asda to get a couple of things, and then I got a phone call uh, for the chief executive, and that. you've not left me much uh, chance, to save your neck here, I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, what am I talking about? You've been talking about uh, jobbies on like, I thought it was a laugh, you know, I had no idea there'd have been any repercussions. So I was like, uh, very well, and then it all kicked off. It was actually Mel, my fiance, that was saying, like, fucking jobby gate and all this has kicked off, and I'm like, well, I've, not, I've not got a scoop. So uh, at the end of the day, <laughs> Like, I liked doing the commentary, and it gave me a good excuse to watch more football. You know Aye, what I mean? Exactly. So just say, well, I'm a commentator, I need to watch that. You know what I mean? Cut me some <laughs> 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 That's what I say on all day, a podcast. I've got to watch this game. <laughs> but, Bobby, Bobby, you're, you're, you're waiting to ask that to get your, 
the old body as they made pizza and all that man the pizzas in there you don't even know you've went viral do you know what I mean no no didn't have a clue mate didn't have a clue and again I've just had a wee look through some of the comments like the day to see I stopped playing like, I like playing the Xbox and all that blah blah but I like writing and I like creating right. and that so I feel guilty if I'm wasting any time because yeah, I want to be doing other things so like the social media thing that I I only follow right, mate, things right. that I'm interested in. Definitely, mate. Uh, things that are going to inspire me or anything like that because it's just fucking pure chaos and that sort that of social mate. media. Worry. So how did the how did the conversation part. end then, Bobby? Did you kind of did you what did you say to him? No, I'm good pals with them down there, you know what I mean? Right, they do so much right. work for the community that goes uh, under the radar. Was you involved there. in the panel thing at the Christmas? I remember hearing... Hear I, I was acting on it. I was flesh creep. Brilliant. Brilliant. Flesh creep. Brilliant. Yeah. Did that again just to raise money for charity and all that. So it's like... All right, that... Play Mr. Hanky this year at Christmas. See the in there, mate, right? I'm stunning. Right. fans don't understand, right? I'm standing in a wee hut about fucking three foot by five foot, right? Mm-hmm. In the middle of the park. It's it's not even got a window. It's just in the middle of the window. park? Fuck's sake, do they need to play on you? <laughs> it's a day. No, you know what I mean? Well, a wee tower, a wee tower at the side. But eh, so the worst equipment, <laughs> right? Fucking the old he'd say, all fucking Archie McPherson Mike. I'd love Swept that. away! I'd love that. And like, Right, and there's a wee mixing deck in front of you, and the rain and the wind is like flying in, and I'm I'm like I've got a folder, I'm I'm covering the mixing deck, I've got a shit headphone on, I can't see half the park to my right. I've got I'm <laughs> using my mobile phone to uh, see the the team and see the timer. I can't tell when the half's gonna end. So you're doing all of this sort of stuff, and how on Aki's fans expect you to be fucking Sky TV? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, that's funny, funny you say that. We've got Andy Gray on the show. He's never missed the kickoff after taking a shite. But it's funny because, mate, everybody knows about it. Yeah, know Andy Gray's staying in Qatar. I mean, he knows about it. She's Qatar, mate. So tell us, tell us oh, this oh, one. He was, he was under the impression that you'd get your job back. Is that right enough? No. No. <laughs> young fella, your young fella Nick's moved in. Uh, he's good. He's been he's been uh, chatting at the bit to get a wee shot. He's his ass has been making buttons to get a shot. <laughs> he would have liked it. He would have liked it, man. Seen all that. But oh. I hope it's no, I hope it's no cause to any because like, I'm laughing away like you seen you lose your job. I hope that's not gonna it's not is it gonna affect you like financially? Yeah, no, I was doing it, I was doing it a uh, Basically, I was getting about 60 quid. Sometimes, look, the confusion was... I'm sorry, John, John, we need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, long story short, I had to go to QTV or Ibrox for some games because if it's a Rangers Celtic game or even one of the Highland teams come in, then the TV company comes to Hamilton Ackies and take over. So one day I'd be Ibrox, the next Wednesday I'd be Hamilton, the next Saturday I'd be Hamilton, then I'd be Ibrox, and remember, like, I'm getting, like, no money to do this, right? So mm-hmm. I'll go and just analyse the football. So I went to Ibrox instead, and I should have been at Hamilton Aki, so it was all a bit of a farce. <laughs> Turned up there, Did you see that, eh? Aye. Left my mobile phone in the car, left my work in the phone, I need my mobile to check some stats and all that shit. 
And then, so at half time, I'm like, I'll run over and get my, my foam, get my bottle of water, go in the car, belly rumble. One of the belly rumbles, you know what I mean? You oh. don't want to be, you don't want to be commentating for a full second half, no knowing what's going to happen if you hear me. Anyway, so get out got up to the commentary, I was late, I couldn't run around the, because you need to walk around the parks again, and kick after, <laughs> and I'd be running around the park, while all the players are like, who's this staff, they're running around the park, uh, go up, and then that way, when you're late for your work, or whatever, you look for an excuse, and I'm like, ah, what do I like to lie for, my mom is like, ah, all my life, honesty's the best policy, son, so, it was like, well, and then I was about to say it, I'm like, right, there'll be Wayne's watching this, so, I'll need to use the right language. I don't know how to say shit or shit. But my, I, had to, I needed a jobby. And then I sort of get Tony's reaction beside me. He was like, can I feel having a wee chuckle? And then I was like, maybe jobbies deemed a bad word in some maybe middle class houses. So it's like, there's just a wee poop. And then <laughs> he's like, he's speaking in vernacular here, and I'm like, all right, does that mean like how come you were away for 15 minutes? And then I was like, well, I had to squeeze a wee bit harder than usual, sort of thing. <laughs> I was like, I just commentated for the rest of the game, and then as I say, it's it's went, but at least it's brought a lot of laughs, mate, because aye, that aye. was tough to see, man. Fans are Plus, mate, in the current climate, the way things are, now, everybody needs a laugh. And you know what? You're the only person that I've no read a negative comment about. Everybody's got your back on this one, mate. Because see what it is, it's totally harmless, man. Exactly, it is. And I think the chief executive of Hamilton, if you're listening, you should be ashamed of yourself. If you're not going for a job, you know what I mean? Exactly. I hope he's got relegated. <laughs> Brilliant, Bobby. Thank you so much for coming on, and we're starting the campaign right here in Football Da. Give jo- Bobby back his jobby. That's what we're. Yes, doing. there we go. Yes. yes. Or get yes. me yes. Get me commenting. Dinner, Ibrox. Listen, to a pals with Tom, mate. I will. Tom. 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 Commentate down at Ibrox at the 8 0 game. Man, it's the only time in my life I've been absolutely willing Rangers notice score. Man, no, mate. <laughs> Commentating for Hamilton, what I mean? I've got to be positive. No score eight times. Aye, 8 0, man. 8 0. But it was quite surreal for me. Used, used to go to the games, so it was quite surreal. Brilliant, man. Aye, man. Guys, man, Aye. thanks very much for having us on. Thanks, Bobby. Let's move on to our next caller on the open line. It is Stuart. <laughs> how you doing, Stuart? Hello, how are we doing? Oh, I'm a Rangers fan. That's a refreshing change, mate, hey. on this show. Stuart, you're more than welcome to wear it, mate. I'm just sick fed up with every single person that comes on being a Rangers fan now, man. Even the Hamilton commentator. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Hamilton commentator was a Rangers supporter. Stuart, you're through the panel. What would you like to say? Um, I suppose it's a question for everyone. Like, I'm from the Shetland Islands, so I don't know if you know. Shetland, right up north, and uh, yeah. Because I mean, because of that, I don't get down to many games. Right. And I've spoken to people before that have kind of said, you know, because you're not coming down on a supporters bus every weekend, you know, you're not as much of a fan. Or oh, fuck know, off. What a shame. I guess I was wondering what your kind of views on that were. Like, I know there's obviously fans from America all across the world. Yep. Like, 
you think you need to be going to games constantly to, to say you're a fan? Right, I've got I've got thoughts on this, right? Can I just jump in here, lads, right? I've yep. always separated the word fan from supporter. Right. Now the reason being if you're a supporter, you're putting money into the club, right? You're you're buying your shirts, you're buying your season ticket and stuff like that. I can see there, Stuart, you've got a Rangers jersey on. Right. So you're obviously putting money into the club. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're a you're a Rangers supporter, mate. There's nobody can change that. There's nobody can change that. Right. Now, somebody that's a fan is a person that sits in the house and watches the game and doesn't put anything into the club or anything like that. It doesn't make you any less of a fan than a supporter, but the, for me, the two different words are separate. Right. Definitely. I, think just, I think it just comes down to finances and obviously logistics like yourself, mate. You kind of get down to the game. There's a lot of people, like my mate, I've got a pal who's got four wins and they want to go to the games. Now, he can't afford four season tickets and his season ticket. That's ridiculous. And you can't so, just take one, Bob. No, exactly. Exactly, mate. You can't say that I'm taking you this week. I'm taking so uh, there's so many reasons. If you if you're a fan of Rangers support, Rangers, whatever, Celtic, whatever, I slag Grado because he doesn't go to the game sometimes. It doesn't make me think he's no less a supporter than me. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm saying when you don't go to the game sometimes, I slag his banner, but you're Aye. still a Rangers fan, you're still a Rangers supporter. What are you talking about, Credo? You've not been to a game for about a year. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know I, I mean, mean so- I, 100%, and it's like, you don't have to watch that, the likes of like the Liverpool documentary that was on, I don't know if it was on BBC or Sky, and it's showing you all Aye. the Liverpool fans in India and all over the world, and they stay up. And even even when I, even even wrestling in America, likes of MVP, Man United die hard. I mean, he's been to about two games only we only when he could get to, to the UK to wrestle. Same way Eddie Kingston with Liverpool he's a wrestler and they're all daft on it, constantly sitting looking at, at results and what's happening day to day. So you can't I think it's maybe just you've you probably get a lot of shite because of it's Shetland Islands as well. Uh, do you know what I mean? Right. I can imagine fans being all oh, why why do, why do you not support your local team, Stuart? <laughs> <laughs> Who is your local team? Well, I mean, it would, be, it would be Aberdeen because I mean, we have a, a league, but we, I mean, no, Shetland... don't support them, mate. Don't support that, mate. <laughs> it's a no like Shetland Wanderers or somebody like that. <laughs> you can follow. Um, not yet, no. Two team week. Get, why don't you start a team? Fuck it. How, how did he? How did you become a Rangers fan? Is it was it your 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 parents or is it? Yeah, well, my old man's from his family's originally from the Shawlands in Glasgow, so. That's what it. happened? Did he get into a taxi one day and say Shawlands and the guy get mixed up? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for Stuart for coming on. Let's move on to our next caller. It's Jason. Jason, you're through to the panel. What would you like to say? Who is that? Sorry, Sorry lads. Or... Is, that a Columbus, is that a Columbus crew top you've got on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a belt up. You see the badge? You're psychic. Oh, no, I just, I just know my MLS, mate. Anyway, so... <laughs> How, how can we help you? Who, who, who plays for Columbus crew, mate? Who plays uh, for them? Hang me, Columbus. John Columbus. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> yes, yes, Jason. <laughs> Jason, you're through to the panel. What would you like to say? Uh, I've got a wee question. Well, I'm a, I'm a bit pissed off, to be honest, because uh, I've had a question for a, for a few weeks now. I want to ask... Um, I, I was listening to another well-known footballing podcast this morning, which I won't mention the name of, and they were fucking speaking about it. So I feel like I've just stole their idea, but just put it out there that I've no, I've had, I had this idea first. Right, right. 
So question goes to the threes, and it's if you had to put, if you had to take every single player in the SPL and put them in a in a tournament or a an island, some sort of death match, who would come out and tap? Who's the hardest man? Oh, an SP, SPL. SPL. Yes, yeah, just oh. SPL. I'm oh, going. I'm going. I'm going to say uh, your man that played for Hamilton. What was his name again? He was a fucking. He was a madman. Well, I, uh, I think he. I think he plays for Hibs now or something like that. Rogic. Um, Alex Gogic. Gogic. No. Gogic. No no, no. 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 I'm getting mixed up. He, he went for Hamilton and Hibs. I know, but he always used to have a right good battle with Scott Brown. In the, in the midfield, he baldy heat, Scottish guy, oh, hard as fucking nails. I know exactly who you mean, and I can't remember his name. Oh, who is it? A death match. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Morelos. Oh, fuck off, I'd bat Morelos. Darian McKinnon, aye. Darian McKinnon. I'm going to say Morelos. Big Duffy. I'm going, is Darian McKinnon still playing in the SPL, the SPFL? Well, is it current? Because you could say, I'm just thinking, I'm, I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't like taking a, a dig off Rab Douglas. Oh, uh, no, he would, he would not get in the middle. I'm going to take my widow maker out of hand. But if we're going back in time, <laughs> if we're going back in time, uh, we, should go, we, should, we should go with current, man. Go back in time, you'd be here all day. Right, you were right, go okay, with current. Uh, you were, no, current. we wouldn't be here all day because Bobo Baldi would have killed everybody by the time we stopped talking. Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe, but I don't, I don't know, man. I think, I think we Rod Walsh, I took him. Uh, uh, for me, right, anyway, I'm going out on a limb. I'm seeing Darian McKinnon. Right. right, I'm saying Morelos. Right. I need... Fuck. Morelos, turn that up, you. Just turn it all used to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to pick a right. goalie, but no, what do you think? What kind of goalies have we got these days? I don't know, I'm trying to pick a, a big centre-off. Just pick somebody to over. Morelos. Hey, who are you picking, Jason? I don't know, I just picking Duffy, isn't he? I like Duffy. Uh, I think Scott Brown would smoke Duffy in about two seconds flat. Uh, maybe, maybe. Good question. Um, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Jason, Did I answer thanks it? Much. Thanks, Jason. And that's it for this week's open <clears throat> line. Thanks to all our calls, especially Bobby Bullock. Give Bobby back his jobby is what we're Yes, doing. give Bobby back his jobby. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. Football Daft's big question. Right, troops. After Jobbygate and poor Bobby Bullock getting the sack as Hamilton commentator, we thought we would ask, is there any comedy reasons you have been sacked from a job? Trips, you get any? Uh, it's not really a comedy reason, but I went to my mate's mom's funeral, and when I come back, guy went like that to me, I cheered up, it might never happen, and I flipped and went for him, and I got sacked for it. The only... I've... The only thing, the only job, I, was, I wouldn't say I was sacked, but I had no option to get up because I was only only young at the time, but I, I sold a uh, tablet and macaroon and, what do you call that, I lost a pink coconut. And, Aye, you know, you're meant, to give, oh. uh, you're meant to give the guy a cut of what you made or whatever. By the end of the first week, I owed the guy £9 because I fucking, uh, I, every day I was getting <laughs> torn into it. And I says, look, I owe you £9. And I, I just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I say. That's all I can make. No, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, 
I didn't get the sack for the cruise. I had to leave because I got the job as Shelton. Oh, hey. Hey. How do you get in there? Mate, I was what well, I'd been to the audition and they kept slagging me because I never got any other auditions I went for and I was like, alright, boys, I need a wee early today. No, I on you go, man. See you soon. Coming back in the next day, I was like, troops. This will be my last day. <laughs> I got the job, but then when I left, I shot myself. It was only a three month contract for my uncle. Says, keep that job for us, but in case this doesn't work out, eh? <laughs> on full time, isn't I, it? That's the thing, but you can't go into cruise in a shell suit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, I'm old on what you think. Back in the days, you could, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> so we got it. You're moving you, John. No. <laughs> I've, there's been a few times that I've almost been sat. I gave away the holiday of a lifetime, money can't buy, prize to the wrong person once on the radio. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey. What happened there then? Well, do you know what? We had to award it. We had to basically go back. The person we gave it to on air took the holiday of a lifetime. And this, I don't know if you've ever heard this thing. It was the Miller jet. And basically you got put Aye. on a, five, a jet, flown around America, all the beer you could drink, Las Vegas, New York. You got to see pick all these exclusive gigs, Pink with Justin Timberlake. Money can't get you on this jet. I, I think I actually entered that. I gave it to the wrong person. So what we had to then do is the person that should have won it, we went back to him and said, basically, pick any holiday you want in the world. You can what? have it. And they picked like a, a trip away to the Caribbean. They had to get a two-week holiday. In the Caribbean. <laughs> That's oh, brilliant, John. I bet you were the flavour of the month that month, mate. I know. I, the John... week a week later, I crashed the company motor as well. What a, what a life. <laughs> we, yeah. I, right, some of our listeners, uh, Douglas says, never got sacked, but when in the Royal Navy, I nearly got demoted after being caught doing a shite on the bonnet of an MOD police car <laughs> after a night out in Plymouth. Blag my way out of it with mistaken identity. Oh, That's probably. Oh, Thomas says, I pointed out a box of rotten vegetables and a delivery was shite. That was too much. Get binned for it. Binned. <laughs> Davy says, sacked, not exactly, but once we had to leave a job through embarrassment at an award ceremony where I won a prestigious award, got hammered and told the area manager, I just want to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> During having a wee dance to temperature by Sean Paul. Oh, no. Uh, no, my finest moment. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Is that old Davy? That is our Davy. You might have. I heard fucking knew it. I can tell that. Is the, the infamous Beer and Crisps. Beer and Crisps. <laughs> Alan McLaren's story. That is our Davy. Imagine that, right? Like, fucking uh, a box night out and I just dance going, I just want to eat you out. <laughs> uh, that guy has lived a thousand lives, hasn't he? <laughs> Bloody right, a film about him, man. I'm telling you. For fuck's sake, man. Just, just to worry about the, a sitcom. The, 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 <laughs> I, the curious life of Beer and Crisps. <laughs> I love how he remembers that it was temperature by Sean Paul. <laughs> uh, Jamesy says, never sacked. All these people are starting the stories with, I oh, wasn't he sacked, right? But ridiculous. Never sacked. That's like me. But when I was at Satanta, I put out the highlights of Hearts versus St. Mirren with a goal missing. Played it out at 5.15 on results programme and Daryl Curry phoned me in. That's edit brilliant. To tell I, me. I, that guy, that must be the guy that wrote these yeah. songs. And all. Nah, that's right. Jamesy, that's yeah. right. Brilliant. That's fucking you get an email, brilliant. John? Are we getting an email? Uh, there's a couple on the email. Yeah. Mike, Mikey says, Hibs sacking the stadium announcer back in 2012 after playing the Beatles song Taxman. His hearts were served with a winding up order at a time. <laughs> oh, there's another belter there in the email. 
Right, this one's a cracker right for Billy. It says, sacked for Burger King when I was 20. Had the keys to the place, so I took a bird there after the dancing for a good feed. All caught in CCTV. <laughs> Suspended the next day, then sacked. What a time to be alive. That is oh, that's, that's, that's brilliant. That's a dream, isn't it? <laughs> you sing all that and just go, that's why I go to Burger King. I've got a shot. Doesn't he matter, Henmon? You want some onion rings in that, Mon? Fucking tanning chicken royals and all that. I know, make, make up fancy burgers that they don't even sell, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Still the cheese bites. <laughs> just go like that to your listen, sweetheart. It might take about half an hour, but I'll stick the ice cream machine on for me. <laughs> <laughs> Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. It's a player playoff with piesports.com. They can sort you out with a taste of Scottish football. They do over a million pies a year at the games, and uh, obviously we're missing that at the moment. So you can get pies delivered to your door to watch the games in the company of your mates and in your own home. Well, maybe not your mates because we're all in lockdown. But, um, <laughs> Goes a great pies, and I saw this week though you like this one, boys. They've got a new pie up for grabs on piesports.com. It's a, a Scotch pie with mashed potato over the top and beans on top. It is. Oh, a, yeah, fucker. Oh, oh. That's a game changer. So you can get that by calling their SOS hotline on 0141 739 9999. 0141 Or uh, you can get them at It'll do deliveries of pies free of charge to a bunch of postcodes which you'll get on their website. So check that out, piesports.com. So online today, um, we have Craig, who's going to take on one of the boys. How are you doing, Craig? You've been on before and you beat Grado. Yep, that's right. Um, Must be one of the only ones that's beat me. but Grado, this was this was the ultimate season for you. Rangers won the treble and Kawinning Juniors won the cup. That's right, May 15th, 2000, oh sorry, 1999, you're right, we did win a treble that year as well, but I'm just saying, aye, and also my love wrestling community. Anyway, just play it, fuck's sake, come on. Right, okay. okay. Nervous now. <laughs> right, so you know the game by now, I'm going to read out a player, if you know the answer, you've got to buzz in. Grado, what's your buzzer this week? Eh, eh, I'll do, just say eh. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, Craig, what's your buzzer? Uh, I'm going to go for Coom. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, from the past that you often. I love it. I love it when we get. Look at that. Coom. So, um, I'm going to read out a player description. Buzz in when you know the answer. If you do buzz in, no, you don't get to continue. First to two wins. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. 
Right, okay, this first player. After joining Hearts from Falkirk in 1995. Oh, booty. Craig. Maybe we are. Sorry, who? What's your answer? Maybe we are. Wrong. I will continue. Oh, your right, okay. Oh. This midfielder had a successful seven-year career at the Jambos. He was a key part to their cup-winning side in 1998 as he oh. captained them to victory over Rangers due to an injury to regular captain Gary Locke. And this Ooh. season, he earned his first Scotland call-up, although Ooh. he earned under-21 while at Celtic, where he started his career. That is where Billy... Wait, did you say that last week, but again, when it's Celtic, when he started his career again? He started his career at Celtic, he earned under-21 caps, where he was... Fulton. Well done, Grado. Yes. yes. Stevie Fulton. There you go. Next one uh, to win for you, Grado. Come on, Craig. You need to get back into this. Here's the player. Having joined Dundee from Motherwell in this season, this forward went on to score several goals for the Den Park side as they turned to the Premier League. Alongside the likes of James Grady and Eddie Anand, he had... Craig. Wrong. Oh. Who did he say? Jim Hamilton. Oh, that's a good guess, that, by the way. Here we go. Oh. I'll, continue. I'll continue. He had three years at the club and had previously been a bit of a cult hero for Celtic, coming on as a sub in the club's 95 Scottish Cup final win. After Dundee, he went on to play for St. Johnson and Clyde before returning back to Motherwell to coach the under-19s. Oh, no. Oh, no. Christ. Oh, no. Do you scan it? I don't care this one. This. I, I... I'm struggling. Man. I'm just trying to think Motherwell coach and think. I'm, I'm Mickey. I'm Mickey. We're in it here. <laughs> got it, John, going to tell me the clubs he played for. Mm. Well, he's played for a lot of clubs. I've just mentioned a few, but he most notably Motherwell. He started his career really at Celtic, um, and he's played for loads and loads of other clubs. St. Right, John's and Clyde. He, he came off the bench in the ninety-five the cup. cup final. Is it? Is it? No, he started. Are we going to see a picture of the playoff, or do we just? No, no I will just get, move on to the next one. Protect yourselves, Willie Faulkner. Oh no! Oh! So annoying man, Willie Faulkner. I fucking met him in Magaluf. I'm raging right. at that. Okay, next, next player. Still in the game, Craig. After six years at Dundee United, this striker joined Aberdeen in this season on a transfer that saw Billy Dodds go the other way. Eh! You're in first, Craig. Robbie Winters. Ah! Fuck, that's what I was going to say. Correct. 1-1. Fuck off, right, man. Right, come on, Craig, you can do this. This is the side that I'd be fast on the buzzer here, Grado. This is right <clears> up your street. You ready? Mm-hmm. You might guess it in the first few uh, words here. You ready, boys? Mm-hmm. This French goalkeeper joined hey! Grado. was in first. Lionel Chabonnier. Well done, Grado. Yes! <laughs> yes! He used to always play the French national anthem before the games all that when he was playing. <laughs> Unlucky Craig. That was a good game, mate. I tell you, it's money. See, when I'm involved in these I games, it's money. I'll tell you this: we need to get Craig on next week for the rubber match. <laughs> oh. What's the rubber match? You're a wrestler. You don't know what a rubber match is. No. Is it no decider? Aye, it's a decider. Aye. Because it's five each we used to. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, cool. Aye. Right. Aye. Okay, Craig. Well, I tell you what, we'll get you back on next week for the decider. Uh, in the meantime, if you want pies, head to piesports.com. <laughs> Let me tell you about this final runner. It's the official last person standing game in the UK. Just in case you don't know what it's about, basically what you do is you go up against a host of other players who all put money into a pot. You then pick a team from a set of football premiership fixtures and that team just has to win. 
and then you make it through to the next round of fixtures. The only one rule is you can't pick the same team twice. So, for example, oh, that sounds good, by the way. So, for example, like, like for talking sake, right? Say you the start of the season, you go like that. Or Rangers are playing uh, Motherwell. I'm going to pick Rangers. See until the game's over. You then can't pick Rangers again for the rest of the season. Oh really? Aye, aye, aye. right. Aye. So I oh, so that is bad, man. Right. So it's basically um obviously the more entries that you get, the higher the prize money that you can win. So if you aye. want to get all your mates involved for the banter, and of course, bragging rights, the big the big deal, bragging rights. If you're the last man standing, you're the all knowledgeable oracle of your pals about mm. football, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Aye. So um They've got two games that you can get stuck into. The first one's called Official Last Person Standing. It's a fiver to enter and entries by midday on a Saturday, 20th of February. The mm. second comp is called Have a Word, which starts the following Saturday. And that one's a tenner to enter, so it'll create a bigger pot, obviously. And we have a special football daft offer. As if you enter both, the guys at Final Runner will email you a free entry promo for another competition at a later date. So you get a free bottle of it later on. For all the details and how to get involved, head to finalrunner.com and you can set up an official last person standing game or get involved in their have a word game. Make sure you follow them on social media at finalrunner.com. So get involved now at finalrunner.com. <laughs> Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. He's a player that played with the D United Villa, Wolves to Everton. He was a no nonsense striker who picked up 20 Scotland caps along the way. For many, though, he is the voice of football himself. Please welcome Andy Gray. Andy, thanks for taking the time to do this, big man. Pleasure, guys. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Where's Andy. the crack? Where are you right now? I'm at home. I'm in my apartment in Qatar. Um, Qatar. Uh, overlooking. Do you want to see where I am? Aye. Yes. Of course we do, man. I'm in my apartment. I bet you're uh, as fancy as fuck. No, no, I'm in my apartment. I'm just showing you the view I've got every day I wake up. Oh, here so, we go. And the World Cup comes here in 2022, lads. That's what will be greeting you. Oh, oh, even sounds roasting. Oh, that is tremendous. <laughs> it even sounds roasting. Oh. <laughs> Andy, we've got about... If I go outside now, I just disappear, so we've got about five feet of snow. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Aye. Uh, funny enough, I'm coming back tomorrow because... Oh, it's not great. I've got uh, I've got to get the old knee replacement. Um, Aye. Oh, right. All caught up with me, so I'm, I'm getting that done. So I'm flying back tomorrow. So I'll be back right. in the snow with you guys, huh? I, I tell oh. you what, you might you might need to check because he's no exaggerating when he says the amount of snow we've got. I'll show it's you, really right? Bad, mate. Check this. <laughs> Hold on. I hope I'm going to London, so I'm hoping that'll be all right. You see that? It'll be all that. right in London. Uh, oh God! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful blue sky, same as here. It's not a sky you need to be worrying about. It's what's underfoot. I feel and nearly killed myself there, aren't I? I know. Oh, so, you've not talking about that again, Tom, man. I'm milking that now. Nearly had a fatality with Chris Toll <laughs> through the week. Uh... Nearly, nearly had one of the wee bits at the start of the show in memory of. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andy, what's life like in Qatar? Aye, what is it like? Well, I mean, in all honesty, lads, I mean, obviously life's very different for all of us in the last 12 months. Aye. But we, we have, I mean, they seem to be okay here. We have, we've had a few infections go up and uh, they're, they're, but 
you know, things are okay. It's, uh, you can still go and have dinner at the restaurants are open. I've just played golf this morning. Don't get jealous. It was only oh. <laughs> about 25 degrees this morning. So we played, <laughs> we played golf this morning. Um, had a bit of lunch at the golf course. I'm going out for dinner with my missus tonight because it's our anniversary as well. Oh, oh, anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you, boys. Uh, Tell remember, me, remember have you, you had your, your, have you had your vaccination yet, Andy? No, I haven't because I'm, I'm supposed to get it before I came came back. Um, but they're, they're down to about people 50 and upwards now here. So I should have had it, but I've missed it for some reason. But I had, COVID. I had COVID anyway. About the, Did you? Yeah, yeah, I had it. I, September or something, and uh, I was all I didn't even know. I had no symptoms. I, I wasn't ill. Um, I just had to quarantine here at, right. in my apartment for two weeks, and I did. And uh, luckily, I was on my own. My missus wasn't here, so it was easy for me to do that. Right. Tell and, me this uh, one. Tell me this uh, one. See when Richard Keys went, he went to get it. Is it true that when he took his tap off, he says they don't test on animals? <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, right? Okay, now he was. I give you that. In his sky, days, he was he was extremely hairy. Yes, he, he would be. The <laughs> but in fairness, with the new systems they have now, the 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 hair has all gone. Really, oh, it's gone. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's had a. Bob, you need to find out about this. I did. And he's and he's like he's all that, you know, hands that he had and and the chest and the back. That's all gone. That's all gone. So he's very very happy about that. Uh, I'm kind of, I need to get that because me and Grado we do panto together quite a lot gives me the boat man and I go to get changed into my costume uh, and so we've not got time to manscape all the time Andy do you know what I mean oh, yeah, busy. That's true. That's so my true. back I'm like a, what's, what's my back like Grado what oh man it's fucking I hate it man yeah. oh he's you're really you wouldn't expect somebody that kind of wee in stature to, to have so much hair it's just yeah. bizarre uh, no. well, well, you he's had to get a hair transplant on his head or not I don't get I think, that's that's that he's not anymore. I, I think it's fell through Stevie's head and come out his arse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's can't help it, man. Can't help it. Uh, anyway, Andy, looking back on your career, I mean, television, you're the voice of Super Sunday for me still to this day, man. But looking back on your playing career, what what's the, what's the highlights when you look back? I mean, you've got to get your knee operation tomorrow. Looking back on your football career, what's the highlights? Okay, I mean... Okay, where do you want to start and how long have you got? It's a bit like that. As long as you want, mate. I mean, I was a drum chapel boy, uh, born and bred, and, and, you know, had a vision or a a desire to play football and and didn't think I would, never thought it'd be good enough. Um, So somebody said to me when I I was 17 and I was travelling up to Dundee United for my first training session on the train, ready ready to start, if somebody had said to me that I would have won all I've won, um, that I would have, um, uh, you know, played for the club I supported as a boy, um, representing my country, and scored for both of them. Scored in a FA Cup final, a League Cup final, a European final. Um, if somebody had told me that that that's going to be what part of your career, mm-hmm. I'd have said piss off. Mm-hmm. You know, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. It's only me. I've got no chance mm-hmm. of that. So. Uh, lots of highlights, but like, as I've said, listen, the, the fact that I did what every Ranger supporter wants to do, and that's play for uh, the Teddies, then Aye. that's up there. Of course, it is. And I thought I'd missed out because I remember, oh, when would it have been? It been after I finished playing, that obviously Big Jock Wallace was still alive, and I went to play mm-hmm. in a golf course. I went to play in a golf tournament Jock was having in England. 
Brilliant. And uh, I was sitting, sitting there having a, and a, a chat with him, and he said, you know, I try to buy you. I said, what? He said, I try really? to buy you. I said, when? He said, when you were at the D United. Wow. Jock was, Jock was obviously <clears throat> manager of Rangers at the time. Yes. I said, so what happened? He said, that wee bastard McLean wouldn't sell me to you. <laughs> I said, what? He said, aye, wee bastard. He said, no way. I'm not letting Andy go anywhere but England. And that oh, was it. Oh, man. Imagine being a fly in the wall, listening to a phone conversation, the two of them having an argument, McLean and Wallace. Oh, How, that would be, I'd pay good money for that. Oh, that is, aye, that's funny. <laughs> But fairness, I mean, I know he's gone now, Jim. Jim and Joe, uh, but Jim was a genius. I mean, I loved him. He was brilliant for me for two years. A great character um, as well, wasn't he? Great. A great character, a Scottish football, Jim McLean. Oh, I mean, he was, he was, he was mad in respect. That you know, God bless me. I, I, I saw him bring fully grown men to tears at halftime in certain games. I mean, he never held back. I think in the politically correct world we live in today, Jim yeah. might have had a problem. He might have been up before HR every other day, I'll tell you. And that time when he chinned the reporter who was asking him questions, he told him not to ask him. I just thought, the wee man. He better, he better retire, I thought. Take I, it I, that's the thing, though. If he's bringing fully grown men to tears, me and Stevie would be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he would have no chance, mate. Andy, see, it's funny, right? Because you are the, you are the voice of football to many is, right? And, do you know, I'll tell you what, one of the best, like, Tolo know like this, right? He's a Celtic fan. But, see, I, I love the way this season, when, when Richard Keyes brings up the Rangers... Uh, a couple of weeks ago when, when St Mirren beat Celtic and just hearing you that. because we don't get to see enough of you talking about Scottish <laughs> football this season it's been brilliant I mean what, what's your thoughts on the Rangers this season? I think what, what we've done this season what's my thoughts how can anybody think anyone but hugely positive it's it's been amazing haven't lost a game yet um, could become invincible I hope that's the case it would be an amazing way to finish the season um, I thought we were hopeless at the weekend mind you that's as wow. bad as it's been us and lucky, lucky not to get beat. Yeah, um, I'm really lucky. So if that's as bad as we played, we didn't get beat, then that's all right. But I think what they've done this year, uh, Stephen, Gag, staff, uh, the boys have been sensational. I think the players have been brilliant. I mean, really, really good. I couldn't, I couldn't fault them. And when you think they're doing that with Europe as well, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I was sitting at the beginning of the season thinking, would I be quite happy to get knocked out of Europe? Because... This yes. is a big year. We, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're 55 coming up and getting <clears throat> rid of the 10 in a row for them. I thought, mm, maybe we should go to Europe early and then we, we can maybe concentrate on winning the league. Yes. I was all of that. But then as it went on, the more it went on, the more I thought, no, bollocks, this is this is good for us. Yeah. You know, this is great to be playing in these competitive games. It should keep us sharp. And I, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hope I'm I'm not... No, I'm not going to say it yet. But we're, we're, we're a long way down the line um, and not far to go and not many games to win. To, to get over the line. So, and I think they will. And I don't think anyone, anyone could turn around and say they haven't deserved it. They've been absolutely fantastic. And that's without um, a 25 goal a season front man. I mean, it's no happened exactly. for Morales this season, exactly. really. No. And we haven't really had, you know, and, and Jermaine Defoe come in and, you know, worked with a few. Uh, and, and what they've done is they've shared the load around a lot and I think that's been mm-hmm. terrific it's been the key to their success and that they've not relied on one person to get all the goals this year mm-hmm. so it's been more really, like really a team perfect. Toh, what do you think about that? that was great Toh, what are your thoughts on that? I used to like this guy by the way <laughs> 
Andy, I think we could just end the interview there, mate. That's class. Cheers, mate. Thanks, thanks, yeah. <laughs> thanks <laughs> for the time, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Uh, this is brilliant. But what do you think about Stephen Do you think it'll not be long before clubs down south are trying to, or will be knocking at the door for Stephen Gerrard? Yeah, you I'll tell you this now. You better right. hope that Liverpool buck their ideas up. You- you really think so, too? I, I genuinely do, because he's done his apprenticeship at Rangers now. If if Klopp keeps going the way he's going, he'll end up out the door at Liverpool, and that's the man that they'll go for. Do you think? Telling you. Yeah, a couple, couple can, of things. yeah, a couple of things on that. I don't think Liverpool continue to go the way they're going. They're too good to do that. Mm-hmm. He's too good a coach to let it happen. I think that's the first thing. So it's been a strange season in England this year. Probably the same as, as, as Scotland, but it's been a really strange one with teams having spells and then falling away and then coming yeah. back. You know, they've all done it. You know, I think it was December the 16th, which is not so long ago, that Liverpool were top of the league and everyone's saying, well, there they go. They're off Aye. and running. No one's going to catch them now. Mm-hmm. And this is happening. Now everybody's saying it about City. You don't know. Wait and see. Aye. They're a bit like Rangers City this year. They haven't had a front man. You know, they're, they're scoring goals from everywhere else. And they've had no Aguero. They've had no Jesus to get them 20-odd goals a season. They've done what Rangers have done in many ways. It's, it's almost a mirror image when you look at the amount of goals they've scored from various places. Mm-hmm. And they've done the same. They've had to do the same. But they, they, they might get caught. But I think that if, he, if, if Klopp has a bad season, he's entitled to it. You know what he's I mean? Get, he's, get, he's get credit in the bank there. Well, after what he's done for and they love him. And so they should. Aye. He's perfect for that club. I still think it's, a, it's, a, it's early for Stephen. And, mm-hmm. and, and I mean that if he wins a title this year, brilliant. Brilliant. That would be what his third year. Third year, mate. Yeah, right. third year. So he said three years. Then is that enough? I'm, 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 I think he would want a crack at the Champions League. Yeah, but I, and I think that would be a good thing for him. So, mm-hmm. and I don't think he thinks that Klopp's going anywhere in the next couple He's of years. After right. I think yeah. this season, at the end of next season, then depending on how Liverpool are and how Klopp feels, um, because they all get a bit burnt out as well. These these coaches. Sorry, I don't think we have to worry, Chris. Uh, the Rangers, anyway, uh, at least until the end of next season. I but do you yeah. not think that once Celtic win the league next season, then Gerard Stock will? Have <laughs> I thought you were the, the other guys were the comedians. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, you're, Tom, feel free to just go and get the dinner on the new or something. Oh man, do you know what? So anyway, what about that telepundithry? That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love your optimism. And, and seriously, so, fans are all about. Like, uh, when you came in and started doing your punditry on Sky, you changed the game, really, didn't you? If you're being honest with yourself, you did. Nobody was doing what you were doing. Your analysis was second to none and stuff like that. Um, do you think that you are kind of like the forefather for that. See, when you look at people like Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher and stuff like that now, do you think that without Andy Gray, you wouldn't have that sort of analysis now? Well, probably without... And I don't like to give them too many plaudits after they sack me, but I think without Sky Sports um, and, and, and the coverage that they've given, yeah, we wouldn't have had the analysis. If it had carried on just like match of the day and the odd live game every now and again, no, it wouldn't have done. Uh, there would have been analysis. I mean, I think the forefather of it all would, I, I would probably say, is Jimmy Hill. Uh, I think Jimmy was the first to really Jimmy went into class. it in an analytical sense. And I think he's, he was the one who started it. Uh, we took it on. I, I don't mm-hmm. think there's any doubt about that. I think, I think you're right. Uh, we, we, we gave them something that no one had ever seen before. 
Monday Night Football was was, was a groundbreaking show. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember Andy Melvin, he's the man responsible, another Scot, by the way. So we've, we've been influenced a lot. He was our main guy at, at Sky. He was the one who put it all together. He was our boss. He produced the lot for the first, well, I don't know, what it would have been, seven, eight years. So he was the one who came to me one day where I used to go and do the games on Monday. We just used to show it, Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came to me and he says, uh, I've got an idea. Uh, I said, what's that? He said, um, next week, he says, I want you in the studio. I says, what, what? He says, remember we were in the Holiday Inn in Glasgow one, one day? And this is when I was obviously playing for Rangers. And he was, he was working for Scottish Television. And we used to meet, and I used to meet, I used to stay at the Holiday Inn, so we'd meet there. And he was talking to me one day about football. And we had a load of empty bottles of beer, you know, I'd be surprised to hear on the table. <laughs> he said, you know the difference between a 4-4-2 a... So I just got these bottles out in front of me, and I, and I started doing this, as if the mm-hmm. table was a pitch, and I was moving them here, and I'm doing that. And, and he logged it away, and this is, this is about three or four years later. He says, remember that night in the Holiday Inn when you were showing me? I said, yeah. I want you to do that on a Monday night. I want you to take that kind of analysis and I'm going to give you replays. I'm going to give you machines to work. I'm going to give you telestrators to write on. And I'm going, what? I said, so what am I going to get? Two or three months to? No, no, next week. I went, what? (laughs) Next Monday. I said, ah, all right then. And of course, the, the boot room was, a, was was another thing that spawned from that, where we used to sit uh, in the boot room. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that, was, that was great. I really did enjoy that, that part of it as well. Had some great people on there. Um, but that yeah, I think we started it. But I was lucky. I, I, got, I was the one who was around when the opportunity <laughs> came. Um, it could have been anybody, but Andy Melvin liked what I'd been doing as, when I'd done television, bits and pieces. He liked it. He thought I'd be good at it. I was retiring. Um, and he and he made a he made a play for it, and then and I thought, well, why not? It's nice to be in at the inception of something, uh-huh. and it was it was. Uh, and I'm I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, they're all twats because of what happened at the end of that. It was it was a brilliant twenty years. Right. I think mm-hmm. I think we did change it all, mm-hmm. and I think that Monday Night Football is just a modern version with a, with more gizmos and more technology. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's just a modern version of what we set up. You know. 15, 16 years ago, whatever it was, or longer, about 26 years ago, whatever it was. So, yeah, I mean, but I was lucky. I was there and I was asked to do it and I was given the tools to do it. And, and I worked with great people, people who were football fans, Andy Melvin, mad football fan, Martin Tyler, football fan, Richard Keyes, football fan, David Livingston at the time, a reporter, another jock, football fan, mm-hmm. Jeff Shreves, who subsequently came on and did that, football fan. Right. You know, these, these people loved the game. So... Right. They were kind of giving us the game. And if we'd have if we'd have messed it up, who knows where football would have been, you know. But yeah, we didn't. We didn't mess it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it and it just I mean, who who would have thought way back then that we would when we paid, I think, 340 million, I think it was for four years, that they'd be paying 3.1 billion. Aye. Mental. You're the catalyst for all this for all these players getting the wages. Really, when you think it's about crazy. it, that's played a big, big part in how the Premier League is, you know, know you as a number one league. I wish you took royalties instead of a paycheck. <laughs> 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 right. uh, shares in the company might have been all right as well, I guess. 
<laughs> what about standout moments when you were at Sky then, Andy, in terms of games that you comment, commentated on? Any, uh, some, any some wonderful games. Um, you know, that, that I've always said, people say, what was the best game you ever did at, at, when you were working there? Um, without a shadow of a doubt, mid-90s, um, uh, Keegan. Newcastle, Newcastle, go to Liverpool. Aye. The skin. Stan um, Collymore. Aye, and it was, a, it was a, a Wednesday night. And the pitch was awful, mm-hmm. but the quality of the football and, and the pace of it, when people talk about the pace now, is breathtaking. My God, have a look at that game again and, and see the, the Was it four each or something? Is that what that, was that, that game? Is it what? Was that it the four each game? Four, three, great four, four, three. Aye. Four, three. Four, three. Four, three. Four, I remember having that as, as, as a boy. That was, that was brilliant. He well, went through every emotion while was possible. There's a goal in the first minute, um, a winner in the last minute, and five brilliant goals in between. It was it was it was breathtaking. I mean, it was unbelievable. That that's the best game I did because that never let up. You get some games where you maybe don't have a great first half and it's a brilliant second half and a great ending, but that game started in the first minute with a goal and just kept going for ninety minutes. I mean, it was like a it was like a runaway train and you couldn't stop it. And it was brilliant. It was so many good players on the pitch. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The players, like you had Genoa uh-huh. and Espria and yeah. Bobby Fowler, Colin Moore, and yeah. John and Barnes. John, that's John what I was Barnes. going to say. Well, John Barnes, Aye. for me, was the man of the match that night. He was it's, excellent. It's almost like nowadays, like I was talking, me and my mates in a group chat the other day were talking and it was Super Sunday, a lot of Super Sunday games came on now. And when you think back to the Newcastle-Liverpool game you're talking about there, it's almost as if there's too much pressure on the games now that players, the games become a bit an anticlimax at times. Do you know what I mean? Right. The Super Sunday yeah. games where there's too much at stake or I don't know, is it because there's too much money too, in the game? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's like sometimes the games are pumped up so much with Sky when mm. the actual game comes. Are we, are, we talking about Arsenal, are we talking about Arsenal Man United here, mate? Oh, <laughs> oh man. God. We can pick out a million games. I mean, I, 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 see, I see basically 380 games a year, right? Aye. Um, I watch most of them. Because um, even on a Saturday when we are doing the game, we have five screens in front of us where there are other games on. And, and, and I think, I do think you're right in respect. I do think football's changed uh-huh. from the early part time in the Premier League. Um, Listen, a lot of people say it's for the better. Um, I'm not so sure because I think that the way it's changed, where and, it, and you guys might like it, and that's that's fine. But I always watched football and I played football, so there were chances created and, and saves being made and uh, excitement in penalty areas. Nothing bores me more than a game, and I've seen plenty of them down the years, in recent years, where one team has a 1,000 passes, another team has 700 passes, and we've had about four shots each. And people go, well, what a great technical game that was. And I go, actually, no. And I don't think the majority of football, a lot of football fans think that's that's the right way. People go on about Pep Guardiola. They play football the right way. Sorry, it's football. There isn't a right way. There isn't a wrong way. There are various mm-hmm. ways, and I think if we all start playing football the right way, we'll be bored rigid. Aye, we are bored rigid. I mean that. I mean, when mm-hmm. I see goalkeepers putting it, rolling the ball back from a six-yard box mm-hmm. to a defender stood on the goal line to get an attack started, I think to myself, fucking hell, he must be good. These must be a good team. <laughs> you know, I, I guess it's some teams want to play like that. But Aye. 
if every team does that, I, I, I get bored. I, I really get bored. I, I love to see a game where there's... I, I, I tell you why, and I, I hate to say this as, as an Evertonian as well as a Ranger, that's why in the last few years Liverpool have been so good and uh -huh. good to watch because uh -huh. their football is high octane. Their football right. isn't... I mean, they got caught the other night messing about at the back and they paid for it right. when they got beat with City. Uh -huh. I don't know what they're trying to do. Their, their football was always be get through the, get through the lines quickly, up, uh -huh. move up the park, get the ball to the front three because we've got the best front three in Europe probably. So uh -huh. why do we want the ball in our back four when Aye. we've got Firmino, Salah and Mane at the top end of the pitch? Aye. And they've been great to watch. That's why I've loved Leeds so much this year. They are so exciting like to watch. They're like Brilliant. a throwback. People will go, yeah, but look at the goals you can see. So what? They're a breath of fresh air. Leeds are my English team. They try and go and win a game. They, 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 they go forward. They throw men forward. It's been like a breath of fresh air. And mm -hmm. then we go, yeah, but they'll never win it. They're no there to win anything. Of course, they're not going to win it at the, at the moment because they're certainly going to win the league. But as far as I can see, in the last three or four years, there's only two teams could win the league. Aye. And that's the two that have won it. Mm -hmm. So what they've brought is a, a refreshing brand of football. I mean, I hate when I see bottom six clubs. They're playing in the bottom six or the bottom eight and they're passing the ball about the penalty area, their own penalty area. Mm -hmm. Across the back and then back across the back. I'm thinking, what the fuck? You're in the bottom six. Any Aye. chance you can get the ball forward and, and, and maybe score a goal or two. So the game's changed, and I don't know why. I think a lot mm -hmm. of foreign coaches in the game has definitely influenced that. You know, mm -hmm. back in the early 90s and mid-90s, late 90s, there were very few foreign coaches. Now, mm -hmm. there are very few British coaches. But I think, I think we'll get a few back in. It'll be interesting to see. Where do you think of VAR, Andy? Hate it. Aye, aye. aye. That, that's another part I think it's taken away I don't know the natural excitement of games do you know what I mean where a player sometimes scores a goal and he's he can't celebrate and relax because he's wondering was all outsiders are going to be var here do you know what I mean so stuff like that is ruining the game as well celebrate. I, I, just, I, I just I would like to know what it's given us I said mm. it at a time and I've been consistent from day one I think mm. it was a bad idea maybe it was well meant but it was never going to work Never got, you know, they say, well, we we offside, offside. Well, no, this game is not meant to be microscopically analysed, like mm -hmm. offside, so he's two centimetres offside, let's disallow the goal. Oh, that's a fucking great idea, that is. Disallow mm -hmm. a goal that fans want to come and We all go to football, we see Entertainment. And we're trying to do everything we can with, with VAR not to give a goal. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, what we've given the, these people is a, a kind of power they shouldn't have. Aye, exactly. Yeah, I, I honestly, they shouldn't have it. We've now got, you know, they say, well, it's 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 black and white. No, it's not. It's still subjective. You know, a guy, there's a guy sitting in Stockley Park, 100 miles away from the game, who's reffing the game, who's reffing the big decision, <laughs> who's making the big decision. Not the guy on the pitch, the one in Stockley Aye. Park. You can Aye. change a decision in a football match. I mean, the one at, the one at Fulham and the guy gets sent off at the weekend, that was just one. Oh, yeah. the West Ham and Fulham, that was yeah, ridiculous. That I mean, was I, crazy. Even, I'm watching Southampton against uh, uh, Villa, you know, mm -hmm. and their microscopic, was it a penalty? Yeah, it was a penalty. Matt Cash handled the ball, it was going on target. It's a penalty. It brushed his side. So what? It's a penalty. You know, Danny mm -hmm. Ings was uh, half a heel offside. Come on. Stop disallowing yeah. goals for things that are an inch or a centimetre. We don't care as fans. We just want Aye. to see goals. You don't Aye. care. If he's, in, if he's offside, we can see that on a replay. Without lines, without anything. 
And that's what it should be. If it's going to be used, let's use it at that. Is he offside? Yeah, he is. If it's touch and go, it's a goal. We uh-huh. want to see goals. I, I've never liked it. I've never been no. a fan. Um, we've got, sadly, it's here to stay. But what Aye. I have noticed this year more than ever is more and more people who are for it. Are now against it. Yeah. Aye, totally. But I think if you, went, if you did a straw poll of Premier League players, let's mm. say there's 3,000 of them. You did. I bet you two and a half thousand at least don't like it. I, 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 I just think players hate it. They, you know, they, they do things and they score a goal and they've run the boot and then they go, hold on, check, Aye, check. That, That's what I was going to say as well. It's a, they allow them to celebrate the goal. If the, if the stadium was full, the fans would be celebrating the goal. And yes. then just a deflation. But I was watching Paul Merson at the weekend um, and he says that it's been it's as if they've brought it in to stop goals from being scored. And, <laughs> That's what it's you know, like. You know what I mean? And it's like you you touched on it there as well, Andy. There's a lot of times I think that it's good, see, especially for tackling tackles and stuff like that. No, it's not. I disagree. I disagree. You not know, think so? No, I disagree. And I, I'll tell you why I disagree. I disagree because the Suchek one at the weekend is a classic example. The trouble with VAR and, and tackles is, and, and having been there, is that you can be you can commit yourself to a tackle, a genuine, honest tackle, and be a fraction late in real time. Fraction late. And the boy just nicks the ball away from me. And your boot comes down on his. And if you run that in super slow motion, you go, oh, shit, that's a bad tackle. Mm-hmm. But if you run it in normal speed, you think, well, he's a bit unlucky there. He's, he's, he's mm-hmm. made a genuine attempt at the bobbies. So I think super slow motion is another thing that makes tackles look far worse than they are. I mean, the boy Suchek, he's trying to get his arm out the way. He's, he's gone, fuck off. And he catches him. Slow motion, they're seeing, oh. I am. Aye. It's calculated. And it's, and it, it was that, an outrageous decision, that. It was a terrible decision. Aye, the referee yeah. ended up getting death threats and the lot. Did they not? Suchek had taken a statement. We don't want that. I, I was reading somebody in the mail, Matt Samuel, in the mail yesterday, I think. As he said, as he said, no one wants to see that. He said, but I guarantee the way to stop that would be to take the PlayStations off them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there, there, are, is a, there is a good... I mean, the ones who are doing that death threats are probably kids and idiots. Keyboard aye. warriors, as we call them, aye, I think. Definitely, definitely. So, but mean, Andy, go on. you're talking about being an Evertonian. What about Carlo Ancelotti? What do you think? I, I think that... Uh, I think it was a great appointment. I really do. Um, I said it at the time... Because I don't, you never know when when people get to what is he sixties? Any sixties, Carlo? I think he. Might I think be. he must be. I. Yeah, I think he is. So if somebody gets to the sixties and is coached all over the world, but never in England, you can. I, I, I kind of think right. I love him, but the fact he's got he's one of the best coaches in the world. If you look at his CV, when they talk about great coaches, they go Guardiola, Mourinho, Allegri, all these Saki. They don't mention him, and yet look at his record. It's sensational. Right. Wherever he's right. been, wherever he's right. been. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, I said if he's got his mojo and he still wants to, he still wants to do it, then Everton mm-hmm. have got a great coach. Still believe that because mm-hmm. Everton are still a bit away from where he would like them to be. They're a bit, yes. um, not, not freaky, that's the wrong word. They're a bit inconsistent. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're definitely a good side when the best 11's out there. Uh-huh. Um, but when certain players are not quite clicking, they, they kind of struggle a wee bit. But the fact of the matter is, if they win the games in hand they've got in the league, they'll go into the top four. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and if they could finish in the top six, at, at worst, 
that would be a fantastic first season for Angela. As a striker yourself, Andy, uh, how highly do you rate Dominic Calvert-Lewin? I think he's got a way to go still. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always backed him last year before he started scoring because I, I could see a lot of good things in him. He, he probably, I always said, if I was coaching him, I would tell him not to run about as much. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. have told him, Aye. you know, I don't want you running wide and chasing fullbacks and when you don't need to. I don't want you sprinting out there all the time. Aye. I want you to play more in the width of the, area, the penalty area. And I mm-hmm. want, when our ball comes into the area, I want you in there. And I think mm-hmm. he's told him that, Angelotti, because what I read Dominic saying is that the, the gaffers asked me to play more in the penalty area. If you look at him in the tap-ins he's had this year, uh, in the six-yard box and around mm-hmm. the six-yard box, it's, it's vastly improved than what he said before. That helps him enormously. So Aye. I think he's getting better, and he's 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 got to he's got to keep knowing that there's plenty of room for improvement. And I think with the people at the club, he he will. I think Big Duncan will make sure his feet stay in the ground, um, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing I can see that would stop him because he's got the talent. He's a, he's he's quick. Um, he's got great movement. He's tall. Can head the ball. Um, so the, the boy's got a real, real chance, and I'm delighted he's had a good season. He had a little wobble, as everyone does. No one's perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, but then he scored in the last couple of games as well, so that will help him. But no, I think Everton have needed somebody like that. And just before we go, have you got any opinions on Scotland, how they're going to fare against England in the Euros this year? Oh, God, how do we know? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think about Scotland? I, I, I just think that we've a lot of good players Right, we we. I mean, if you look at us now, we probably have more players playing Premier League football now than we've had for ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, I can remember the times where uh, it used to be Darren Fletcher. That would it. <laughs> would come up aye, to the Premier aye. League. Don Hutchison, Don Hutchison and Darren Fletcher, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that was <laughs> it. That was now we've got a host bar, and I think we're we're strong. We're certainly strong in the midfield area. We know that. I think we really are. Um. I don't know how good we're at the back. We're centre-backs. I don't know. Um, I don't know if we've got a dominant one yet. Boys will see more of them than I do, mm. Scottish boys. But I don't get the impression that we're kind of watertight there. And, you know, if we could find a front man who, or a couple who could, who could get his goals at this level, then that, that's, that's the big thing. Um, so Andy, you were telling us, uh, obviously we did a wee bit for Patreon, you can find that if you sign up within the, the teammates thing, but you are telling us, we wanted you to keep it for the main show, a wee story about Super Alley, me, it's me and Bob's hero, he's an absolute yeah. hero. Oh, he's a legend, I love Koisty, one of my favourite people. No, it was funny because it was years ago when I was working at Sky and I was coming back on a Sunday night from a game, a four o'clock kickoff, so it would have been, it would have been a, a night game, a Sunday night game in, in, Glad- in Scotland, and he was at Kilmarnock. Right? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. time called Marmock. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm listening to Five Live or something like that. I'm coming back to the car. And it was like a, the commentator was always, he was almost Highland in his commentary. He's a little right. high, Highland lilt. As my mother comes from Lewis, I know. So they're sitting there, they're going, and he's commentating, going, well, well, Rangers are struggling tonight, of course, but <laughs> I'm looking to the bench and Oh, yes, Rangers are about to make a change. Alistair McCoist <laughs> is coming off the bench. He's taking off his tracksuit. Dear, 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 who's been eating all the pies? 
crashed my car. Honestly. <laughs> so I phoned Koise right then and then. He knew he was working and I said, Koise, you've just got battered by this commentator. Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? I said, oh. Brilliant. Oh, <laughs> He's mm-hmm. some guy, Coisty body. He's doing well, but back in the media and all that, away from oh, Ali's. Well. He's got more jobs than Doogie Donnelly now. And that's <laughs> Aye, but his, his hair's not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> I texted him the other week. I said, who are you want for now? For God's sake. Aye, he's everyone. Listen, if he lost 90% of his jobs... Itself, it would solve the unemployment crisis in Scotland. God almighty. Yes, you want to talk sport, BBC Five Live, Sky, BT. We need to get him in the jungle. He needs to get in the jungle, man. Oh, he should get in the jungle. Oh, he would fucking... He would win that. He would ghost that. Aye. He'd be good in there. He'd be good in there. Definitely be good in there. Andy, thanks very much for that. At the end of our show each week, we do a 90-second Scottish football, well, general football quiz. Oh, uh, to test to test your knowledge. Now oh. you seem like a knowledgeable character. I'll be honest with you. Um, and th- we've got quite a few good names on this on the leaderboard just now. We've got at the top with fifteen points. We've got John Sutton and Chick Young. They're drawn with each other. Then we've got Mark Wilson, Keith Lasley tucked in behind them with fourteen. Then we've got Kenny Duker and Kevin Harper who are just behind them with thirteen. Other yeah. selected scores include Derek Ray, a fellow FIFA commentator. Yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. got eleven. Uh, Murdo McLeod on 10, Pat Nevin on 6, and at the bottom, it's a tie between Peter Lovinkrans, Big Derek Johnson, Craig Levine, and Mick Sue Patalainen. Well, I'll be doing with them. Big Bar. Is Big Bar doing it at the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be I'll be giving him a ring shortly. Right, so, um, is it, is, that's who you want to beat then, aye? Well, no, I'd just be happy to get it. What's their score? Uh, they've got uh, they've got four. Three. Right? Three. 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 Right. three. Good. Uh, you should beat that. You should beat that. Yeah, I might get three. Aye. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you these questions. You get ninety seconds. You're not allowed to pass. You're not allowed to pass. Right. You've what? got to you've got to give an answer. <laughs> no, it doesn't it doesn't need to be the right answer. Oh right, right, got, got you. Got, but you've got to give an answer. All right. Yeah, got you. Got you. So John, if we get ninety seconds on the clock, we certainly have. Right. Give us an extra bit. Go on, we're good lads. Right, right, right. <laughs> Your 90 seconds start now. Which which club are nicknamed the honest men? Um it's somebody in Scotland. Oh, St. John. Johnson. Right, who are the only club in Scotland with a J in their name? St. Johnson. <laughs> 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 in alphabetical order, who comes first of the teams in the Scottish Premier League? Alphabetical order, Scottish Premier yeah. League, Aberdeen. And what year did you get your first Scotland cap? 77. Who have Celtic signed John Joe Kenny from? Everton. Curtis Main left Aberdeen to join which club? Real Madrid. <laughs> who has just been appointed as Kilmarnock manager? Uh, Pep Guardiola. How many Scottish managers are there in the English Premier League? One. How many goals did you score for Dundee United? Hundreds. And what we? No, hold on. I was only joking. I would say, I would say, uh, fifty-seven. And and what week did Cowdenbeath play? 
Second. David Hopkins is the current manager of which Scottish Championship? Side. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who's in the Championship. Uh, Dundee. Graham Dorans is currently playing with which Aussie side? Time. Oh, let him yeah, answer, answer it. Let him answer it. Uh, I've started, so I'll finish. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, he's playing with the uh, Aussie League side, A League. Uh, Adelaide. Adelaide. Ooh. I'll tell you what. I'll tell Ooh. you what. It looks like you've avoided the bottom. Aye, it does. It does. I would. I would say so. Aye. Right. We'll go through your wrong answers, Andy. Um, the honest men are Air United. That's it. Um, your first Scotland cap we've got written down here in 1975. That, I must have been better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Curtis Main didn't go to Real Madrid. He went to Shrewsbury. Close. Uh, close, uh, close, close. That was uh, close. Kilmarnock have just appointed Tommy Wright as their manager. Um, you got 46 goals according to Wikipedia for Dundee United, Andy. Yeah, I knew, I knew I Andy, Andy knows better. Right, we'll give it was hundreds. We'll give did, you my, did you include my cup goals as well there? <laughs> no, it did not. Do you know what? It doesn't. That's the thing. At Disney. It oh, doesn't. Uh, so, uh, so Andy's right there. Andy gets uh, the point. Andy that gets point. We'll if you point said league one. goals, I would definitely go in in the 40s. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, what league do Cowboys play? I'll give you that one. It's league two, so yeah. second division, I'll give you that. Uh, two. Ah, you got that one, right? She said second league, did you know? I did, yes. I said league two. Hi. There we go. David, Hop- <laughs> David Hopkins, the manager of Norton, and uh, Graham Dorns is currently playing with Western Sydney Wanderers. You got six, Andy. There we go. So that, puts, that puts you on a par with uh, Pat Nevin. Take a bow, Pat son. <laughs> Take a bow, Andy. Nice. Take a bow. If I'm in a part with the Guardian reading Pat Nevin, then I'm right, I'm okay there. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, John, know what we should do? See, just for a wee clip at the start of the show, something, get him to say football daft, take a bow or something like that. Aye, we should definitely get that, man. Well, welcome Aye. to football daft, take a bow. Will you say that for the Aye. Right, welcome to football daft. And all I've got to say to you guys is, Take a bow, guys. Take a bow. Yes. <laughs> Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notitfaultclaims.com. Take a bow. Take a bow. Take a bow. How good is that? Do you know what? You have took my mind off all my sore jobs. injuries. <laughs> I tell you what. What a fucking... I really enjoyed this today, lads. I must admit. I just want, at the end of the show, John, just to make sure we get the, some credits up, just saying, dedicated to Chris Toll. I'm no deed, mate. No, right. no, no, you're no deed, but it sounds like you're... A part of you died, Toll. A part of you died. Maybe John probably better. He probably might start off making a week in a best-off music video and then maybe getting a bit of fucking... Um, just, just in case. Creed, a week in a Creed oh, song. Yeah, where yeah. Cold and all my friend will be right. here again. Oh, girl, I'm going to softly in the air. He's like, take the job, No, listen, can you just get by What? Can you just get Barry to sing that? If, if, oh, if oh, Barry. Oh, 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 to me. This one's for you, Chris. Hope you get well soon. Honestly, live shows, if we're ever going to get there, right? I want Barry and I want Andy Gray on stage. 100%. At the same yeah, time. Barry, Aye. Andy Gray, man, and fucking Mickey Wayne or something Aye. like that, no, man. Because he Aye. has been, do you know what I mean? 
he's been uh somebody we mentioned every week. It's like he's 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 part of the journey. He's part of the journey. Man. Of the journey. Yeah, it's like it. when Rangers won fifty five, I'm still going to remember Emil St. Krabari. Guy. <laughs> Yeah, right, mate. Part of the journey. Aye, and Philip Boas. I've, I've, I was a very long day that day. I don't know what I was doing. Philip Boas. I hope my horns up. I did see. I didn't think I did, but so you've got my house too. I bet you my mortgage. Do you know what? Fuck it. You can keep it, mate. You can keep it. Anyway, man. Aye, honestly, too great Look after yourselves. Uh, honestly, and, uh, I take care. Be careful out there because it is very testing conditions out there. It's crystal. Very tricky. Very tricky, can... very tricky. So walking your dog, I... be careful. And hopefully your neighbours look out for you the way Crystal's neighbour looked out for. Can you give a shout out? Guys, Alan Gilmore, you saved the day, my man. Thank you. Shout out to guys. Shout out to guys. All the best, guys. All the best, guys. Audio Frontier.